You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! The following is a paid program. Warning, the views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage, and we're coming to you semi-live uh, because it was a tough night last night. Anyways, um, really? we got a great show lined up for tough you. Tough night? You were a bad boy or what? No, I was reading this book. I didn't get to bed at 1 o'clock. Wow. <laughs> it's a book of a contact. Remember that movie uh, with Jodie Foster where they get news from another planet? Oh, and, yes. Well, the book is entirely different. And and I read it was 1 o'clock before I got to bed, and I still haven't finished it. Oh, wake up. You're an old right. man. Come on. All right, all right. Coming up. What's, okay, Dave, I'll be fine. What's coming up? <laughs> all right, joining us today is Jeff Coy from Lant Insurance, or as we always call him, Jeff Lant. <laughs> from Coy. You do. Uh, Carrie Schmidt's going to talk about stolen cars. Jeff's going to talk about stolen cars. And Terry Lobson's going to be on the phone from the Classic Car Productions, and they're going to talk about classic cars. Plus... We have a winner of the gas cards contest. We have actually four winners. We're going to announce them later in the show. Uh, winners for $100 worth of SO gas, 50 bucks worth of SO gas, and two cards for 25 bucks worth of SO gas. It was a great contest. A lot of entries. A lot of excitement about that. You know, with the weather until the last couple of days when it's cooled off, you know, that's what we, it's great we're having Jeff in this morning because uh, when the weather was getting really warm about two weeks ago, yep. I started seeing people pulling out their classic cars. Yeah. All the sheet, you know, the, the tops were coming off yeah. the. The cars, anyway, the Mazdas and whatever they were out there. So, Jeff, it must be a pretty exciting time of the year for you right now. Oh, yeah, just uh, just on the brink of the season starting. Yeah, so now they pull it out, they call you, and they say, you know, hey, Jeff, we're going to be running the car this weekend. That's okay? Yeah, well, a lot of people, uh, they purchase cars over the fall or winter and just don't bother putting insurance on them until it gets nice. They just put it in the garage and yeah. think about some nice days and say, okay, now I want to get Get out there. So fascinating. Yeah, I know it's the time of year. I dug my car up, but it's just sitting in the driveway. I have to clean it and get it all ready to go. And I'm just looking forward to it. It's really good. So we're going to take a quick break. All right. Now, listen. If you got any questions about uh, if you're thinking about getting a classic car or you have one right now, but nothing insured, you want to find the ins and outs of that. Jeff's here for the entire hour, and some interesting news about uh, what's going on with stolen cars with Kerry Schmidt. From the OPP, that's coming up. Plus, we'll take your calls throughout the hour on any problems you may be having with your jolly car. This is Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one consumer radio show. We'll be right back. Stick around. Coincidence would have it. That's our guest for the entire hour, Jeff Coy from Land Insurance. We want to take your calls if you have any questions about uh, getting your car ready for spring, which is just around the corner because we move the clocks forward one hour tonight. Yeah, we lose uh, an hour of sleep. Yeah, but you know what? You're over 
a certain age, so does it really bother you that much? No, because I can whip in a nap about three o'clock. <laughs> so the nap will have to be moved forward by an hour. I like that. Uh, Carrie's on the phone. Good morning, Mr. Schmidt. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. How you doing? Good. We want to talk a little bit about, first off, we know it's spring break and there's a lot of activity around. Um, there's a ton of activity, man. There's lots of people traveling around. Uh, March break is here and it's exciting for a lot of folks. Yeah, I noticed at the airport, we got in on Thursday, th- there was nobody on the plane coming home, but the <laughs> yeah, plane yeah, leaving. <laughs> Are, are you are you saying this isn't a destination that people want to come and visit? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's interesting. People don't go to Toronto in the, in the winter. They come here in the summer. Sure, there's lots to do here. It's fun, exciting. There's always something happening. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of people want the heat, the sun, and the sand. And, uh, yeah, lots of people doing road trips as well. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, that's where our focus really comes into play as well because lots of people are going out either to the ski slopes to go skiing or down south on a far road trip, and they pile up the the car with the kids and the gear, and sometimes it's hard to see out the vehicles, and you're traveling traveling in unknown areas. So, you know, just watch where you're going and know where you are, and, and make sure that that part of your journey, you're driving, is actually part of your vacation. Enjoy it. Don't be all stressed out on the road. Now, you know, when a lot of crime happens, it's usually with a stolen car. Well, so, yeah. Right? I mean, you should pull the guy over and the car was stolen. How does that happen with modern cars? I mean, they've got uh, interlock devices. They don't start without a key. Uh, but these well, guys... It comes down to the most important person in the vehicle. It's the driver. And if that driver gets out of that vehicle and leaves it running, and the keys are in it or the key fob post or wherever it is in the vehicle in the glove box, now it's a, it's a free car that people can jump into. I saw a video yesterday, a dash cam or a surveillance camera with a guy trying to steal a pickup truck. And a woman was right beside it. Her little child was in the back seat, and she was able to get around and, and open the door and, and wrestle the guy out. But it happens so fast. Two seconds, and your car could be uh, half down the block, and uh, within a few minutes, it'll be in a container overseas. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like things like Ferrari, Lamborghini, uh, Bugatti, that kind of stuff. That is that higher rated uh, stolen? Like they, 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 there's more of those vehicles stolen than than others. Uh, I, well, do you know, I don't think there's that many cars out there. There's just as many Cadillacs and Lexuses and lux- other luxury vehicles. I don't know which is the number one car being stolen out there. You probably have those details. Uh, but sometimes it's the simple, common uh, common vehicles you see on the roads every day that blend in with traffic, and they're easy to be stolen. I know and, the one. You know, I remember, Kerry, when we got a, uh, a Honda Civic. Yeah. Like a, a 2001, which you can drive into the ground and then beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said, make sure you put it in the garage because you're going to yeah. wake up one morning. And it wasn't because they wanted the car as much, which is a great car. They wanted the parts. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's more value in parts than there's in cars, and there's these uh, uh, chop shops that'll be cutting cars to pieces, and then there'll be the other cars that'll have that'll be in these containers heading off to uh, to faraway countries, and and you'll never see them again. So, Kerry, we have uh, we have Jeff Coy in from Lant Insurance, and they they take care of classic cars. Jeff, have yeah. you, are you seeing when it, it gets into this time of the year? Are there stolen cars that are, that that come up that Kerry uh, may run into? Uh, yeah, we've we've just had one stolen about a month ago um, in the Brantford area, fifty six T Bird, at wow. uh, one of our client, a large collector from Newfoundland, uh, was just bringing it over here to a restoration shop, and then heading was going to head down to Florida to a Concours event, and it's a very very rare T Bird, a value of three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and uh, he mistakenly uh, stayed overnight in in that area and uh, was stolen from the trailer, and we're still wow. looking for it. That's a heartbreaker, isn't it? Yeah, he's just, he is heartbroken. He just, all he wants is the car back. 
So where would that car go? Like they stole that car. It's a rare car. So anybody that's in the uh, in the business would know whose car that was. What's its value? Well, they more than likely it's being parted out. It'd be parted and, out. And they, the person that stole it might not even know the value. It's just a very rare car that just looks like a regular 56 T-Bird. Yeah. But we, unless you knew that value. But you're right. It would have to go... Um, it wouldn't wouldn't stay around in the area because, it, like you said, everybody would know that car. Even in in the U.S., they'd know that car. Right. Yeah. So there's certain cars that are that have history and and just sort of pass along. And when they show up, yeah. There was a story in California where a guy brought a Nissan 510 in for service, and the mechanic recognized it as his own car. So <laughs> before he, well, he there's. Go ahead. There's so much stuff being stolen out there, and it's not just cars, even pieces of heavy equipment. And, and these heavy equipment pieces, like they go into work sites and down into pits, and you'll never see them again. And, and these cars are getting stolen and being part of, of uh, private collections. And they may never be driven again, but they're sitting there just like famous pieces of artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, true. They go and they're never seen. Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a major construction company up on uh, the 400 uh, Beamish, right? Yeah. And they spent millions of dollars just safeguarding. Uh, the, the area because people guys would go in at night, obviously at night, and they would actually go in and steal yep. these major plows, these paving machines, you know, and they would cut the barbed wire through and off they went. Well, some of those machines are up to a million dollars. Oh, they are, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alrighty, thanks so much, Mr. Schmidt. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. And please drive safe out there. We're starting a distracted driving campaign on the weekend. So oh, yeah. Uh, keep, keep that phone out of, out of your hands when you're driving the vehicle. We were talking about that in the taxi coming in from the airport. That uh-huh. in, in they're planning with a, a, a three-month three um, suspension of your license if you're caught yeah. using your phone. That's right. Uh, that has not. It, it's been. Uh, it's gone through the government, through the through the uh, uh, readings and so on, and, and royal assent. But it has not become law just yet. So uh, I'll keep you posted when that actually becomes enforceable. But but yeah, that is coming down the road as well. I was sick, and you know, take the guy's phone and smash it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, we've had about seven hundred people die since two thousand nine oh, wow. wow. uh, with with that, and that's just it's far too many. Eighty seven, I think, was uh, died last year alone because of inattention. Uh, maybe not just cell phones, but people are not paying attention. So you've got to you got to have your eyes on the road. Exactly right. Good advice. Steve. Okay, Kerry. Thanks Thank an awful you. lot. Have a good weekend. Hey, thanks, man. You too. And watch those temperatures in Winnipeg. It's getting colder out there. It's terrible. Listen, do you got any questions about your car as you're getting it ready for spring? We're here for the entire hour, and especially focusing on uh, if you have a classic car and you're getting the bug like golf to get that baby out in the road. Jeff Coy is in here from Land Insurance. He'll ask answer any questions that you have. And later on this hour, we're going to announce the winners for our SO Card Giveaway Contest. And we had hundreds of entries. Maybe them, one of them is you. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> He's back. Maybe he should have stayed where... No, I'm just kidding. Dave, over to you. All righty. A little woozy, I guess. I don't know what that's going on. Um, a couple of things we're going to talk about. One of them is people actually are collecting vehicles, I guess, to invest their money. That's probably what's happening when you have a car collection. Yes. Yeah. There, a lot of them, they're, they're treated like a piece of art. Um, right. And what it is, it's, the, it's a, um, you know, a tangible asset that you can enjoy. Okay. So it's something that you can invest in, enjoy, 
have fun with, and you might make some money off of it. In theory, you're going to make money at the other end. Yeah. Which leads me to a big question. There's shows like like uh, Cobble Beach here in Canada, yeah. right? The Pebble Beach in the in the States, Amelia Island, which yep. is on right now. Right now, yeah. Um, so I take my car, which is I feel is worth a. It's my 150 million dollar Duesenberg, <laughs> and I run it down to this auction. Why am I doing that? Well, you're doing it for a few reasons. Um, just prestige in within the your your hobby in the community in the community and um, also these cars can uh, significantly increase the value of them by being uh, concour judged winners. Oh, um, so if I get a, a, a blue ribbon, let's say, yeah, yeah. So, so the value of the car is is increased. Yeah, you'll see that when you we go to some of these higher end auctions, uh, they'll they'll announce the car as you know a first place winner at Pebble Beach in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Um, you know, in the in the uh, post-war era, and that will generate you know a higher higher bid on the vehicle. So, in other words, he's taking the car, getting it, uh, I guess, accredited, yeah, and then it becomes more valuable, and then he can actually sell for more profit. Yeah, but the, these Concour events are the highest ranking uh, judging events that there is, and these cars are meticulous. Every nut and bolt has to be original mm-hmm. to that car. A story of um, a one collector uh, down east that uh, had a let's say it's a ninety-eight point car out of a hundred, but he didn't have the original battery in the car. Right. He went and found at the same event a guy that had a battery there and said, "I, I need that battery. I want to buy it." From and he said, "How much?" And the guy said, ten thousand dollars." God, that was the figure I had in mind. The battery. And wow. he paid, he paid $10,000 to get those extra two points and got a 100-point point car. car. Yeah. Which now translates into 100 grand or whatever. Well, doing the other car, yeah. 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 You know, with spring, just, you know, not that far away, and you get the summer shows coming up. What are, what are some of the big shows that you guys are going to be involved with that people who maybe have, are just on the tipping edge of uh, looking at maybe getting into a classic car? What, what are some of the shows you got coming up for uh, spring and summer? Uh, well, in spring, we've got uh, we've, there's a number of uh, flea markets uh, out there. Um, we big big shows are, are running in June, starting in June. Uh, we've got the auction, the uh, collector car, car auction, collector car productions auction, and uh, we've got a big event. One of our clients holds a, a large event called the Fleetwood Cruise in in London on uh, the first weekend of June. And uh, we, something we started last year uh, at our office was we're starting in May, every second Sunday of the month. We do a, a cruise in a cars and coffee. So come oh, on, great. come on over to our office in the parking lot in Stouffville, and uh, we'll give you some coffee, free donuts, and you just cruise in for a couple hours, talk to your buddies, and uh, off you go. Enjoy the rest of the day. I'll bring my smart car. Sure, I sure. knew that was coming. <laughs> I can't bring the other one because it overheats a lot. But there is there's a club that we we often you know, we'll take a drive in the fall or early spring up to Hotley Valley. Yeah, and we were coming back one year, and we we're coming back from Hotley Valley, and there were. At least a hundred Mazdas just coming the other way, and it was all one big club. Yeah, and every license plate had a certain name on it and a certain code. So you know, there's a lot of clubs that that have these events going on. And if you go to your website, you're going to have them starting listing pretty soon. What's yeah. the website you got? Uh, it's uh, landinsurance.ca. All right. It's, and actually, if you go to our website and click on Lant, it'll take you right to their events page. to the page. events page, and yeah. that's being updated now, and all the, all the cruise nights. Everything gets going uh, starting in about mid-April. Yeah. And then May, you're in full swing with all the cruise and nights. September, and October, shows. it's all over again. Is there, yeah. like yeah. like with, with car sales now, with some of the brands being top, what are, the, what are you seeing trending lately that are like the top 
three cars that people are trying to trying to get their hands on for classic cars? There's the uh, the Porsches have really come yes. up, and uh, it's uh, later models. That meaning not just you know the sixties, fifties, and sixties, but in seventies and early eighties. I think the um, air cooled ones. Yes, yeah, they, that's they, like forty years ago, and now, really so. driven up the value on you know, those cars. There's yeah. if that's you're going to invest in a car. That's uh, that's where I'd put my money. Is in uh, you know we were at the racetrack and there was a guy running a a seventy Carrera, which is one hundred twenty thousand dollars I think in today's market, and he's beating the snot out of it. <laughs> Up and down the track, and I go. To, I walked over with him. I says, "You know the value of this car." And he goes, "Yeah, but it's a car. You know, to me, it's it's just a car. Yeah. Even if I bang it up, I can sell it. Not a problem." So yeah, yeah the Porsches are really strong, but the later water cooled ones are not as strong. Why is that? Because the technology is more complicated, and it's it's more of a car rather than a, than a bare bones racer. So if you're getting into a, like a classic car, Jeff, yeah, are there are there specialty shops like Classic Mechanics? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. There's special. A lot of a lot of the guys, uh, you know, do their own work. But yes, there's specialty uh, mechanics and restoration shops across across the province. Again, well, you know them all to our website. You work with them, right? Yeah, yeah. To our website, and uh, yeah, that's uh, we we let our clients. Uh, you know, they get to pick their own shop for repairs after a claim. So we get a lot of tips from them as to where where good shops are. And now, one thing I want to ask you just before we go to break is when I watch like a, a Barrett-Jackson auction or a Amelia auction or Meacham, they talk about what's called a Marty report, right? It's for, apparently, this is an expert in Mustangs. Okay. And he, it's it, there are those people out there that are so expert they will accredit your car before it even goes to auction? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain, uh, they do that for their Corvettes too. They have different flights that, yes. uh, you know, they're judged on, prejudged before they go to the auction. So that again increases the value when it gets to the block. So yeah, they talk about the Marty report says this, the car is absolutely original and has all the original writings on it and everything else. And that's what gives it the value. So it's like a black book report. Yeah, for yeah. for classic well, it's cars. Like a car proof, but for yeah. classic cars. Yeah, I like the idea of having you know a listing of mechanics because you know for me, I'd like to get into some of these classic cars, but I don't know how to fix a car. So if you get a good mechanic. And a 2018 Honda is not a classic yet. <laughs> no, I know that, but if I want, see how difficult he is to wear a smack him. All right, more uh, great responses from Dave, uh, but better ones from Jeff. And we want to take your calls throughout the hour, and we're going to announce the winner of the SO yeah, card we'll giveaway before right the hour is out. Yep. This is Dave's Corner Garage. The lines are wide open. We welcome your calls. Stick around. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. We're just kicking around some ideas about uh, how I can get into the classic car. I want to get a car, but I don't know anything about hey, fixing it. Start with Volkswagen. You can't go wrong. Oh, the old... 62 Beetle, where you're driving in the wintertime and you, it's freezing in here. I can't see the windshield. You got those frost shields from Canadian Tire. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's go quickly go to the phones. Joan is on the phone. How are you this morning? Good morning. How are you? Okay, good stuff. What's your question, Joan? My question. My daughter has a two-year-old Kia Sorento, and the brakes went completely. They had to get a whole new brake job. Is that usual for that age of car? Um, let me ask this question. Where does your daughter drive most of the time? In Barrie, with snow and ice. But it's it, okay. What I'm going to ask is she's mostly in town or she's mostly yes. out of town? Yeah. So, th- so in that case, it's probably normal. Oh, it is? Eh? Yeah, because you're using the brakes all the time. Your foot's never off of it. Oh. You start, you're in traffic, you're at traffic light. You're driving along the highway, slamming on the brakes and coming back into mm-hmm. town. Yeah. So, yes, I would say. Uh, I don't think the brakes were completely shot. More than likely, they were below the level of safety. 
All right. In other words, there has to be so much material in the brake pad to absorb the heat that it's generating. So if it's less than half, for instance, as a tech, I would say let's swap them out just so you be safe. All right. And unfortunately, it's not under warranty. Uh, Brakes are a wear item. And uh, oh, okay. they're in the same column as putting gas in it and, and checking mm-hmm. the oil. So mm-hmm. brakes are a wear item. And like I say, it's a heavier truck and a lot of city driving, especially with a load of kids and stuff. Um, absolutely normal. You know, and in Barrie, too. I mean, because if, if you're on Mapleview, any, anywhere between Young, coming yep. back to the 400, I'm sure yep. she drives that route, right? Yes. And, you know, eight years ago, it was fine. Now it's like there's lights after lights. Yes. Yeah. It can take you a good 40 minutes to get across town in Barrie. Right, right. Yeah, it's really packed. Yeah, it is. Well, listen, thank you for your call. Thank you very much. I right. love your show. Oh, thank you. I have to listen to it every Saturday. My wife kicks me out of the house, so it's okay. <laughs> and one day I can stay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Alrighty, um, we were going to just just take one more call, and it'll be uh, Jane from or. Oh, it's Ed. <laughs> Ed, you just, I won't go what I was going to say. Oh, this is, you have to, Ed, good morning. How are you? I'm hanging in pretty good for you, young kid. Okay, what happens is in the computer, it still has the last call. The no, last what happens is he's half, he's half asleep today. Oh, what you, is that what it is? Yeah, and not oh, a good half either. <laughs> What's your question? A cup of Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I was uh, curious. Uh, when is a safe time you think uh, to take the snow tires off? Uh, like maybe in the March, or is that... A- well, the reality is there is no time. It's actually temperature. If the temperature is an ambient temperature, stays around 7 degrees Celsius. All right? Okay. That's the clicking part for you to start removing the snows. Uh-huh. So the reason being is because snow tire, the rubber that makes it up, is soft. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, you'll burn out, of, if you keep them on, you'll burn them out during the summer. Okay. okay? And now the summer tires are harder so they can take more heat. So sustained so heat is, 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 is the problem. So, okay, so probably, uh, probably the end of April is probably safe. Yeah, it could then. be. I mean, I've seen snow in May. And, uh, oh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, we were on a trip. I to- <laughs> know, but don't. So it's been a long winter. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's just. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're not telling where you were. Is he a status? Yeah, he is. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I basically go by temperature, and you're, you're probably you're going to hear us talking about it anyway. So like when when it gets around seven degrees, you're going to hear us talking about it's now it's time to get them off. Okay, dokie. All righty. All right. Thank Appreciate you. the call. Right, Jeff. When it comes to you know a situation like tires like that, people who generally are going to bring their cars out in the springtime and then they store them, what kind of tires should are they generally using? On the collector cars, they're using yeah. uh, t- summer tires, but they're you know, tr- they're, they're really they're, like biased tires, right? They're trying to get as original as possible. They, they try, yeah. Um, now there's uh, you know manufacturers out there that do remanufacture the the bias play tires, you know, so they're new. They're not just yes. old tires uh, because that's a, that's a concern too. Is uh, as you know the tires, uh, you know, fifteen year old tires uh, are are breaking down pretty easily. So rocks, yeah, <laughs> we call them woodies. Because every time you warm a tire and cool it off, it really? gets harder. Yeah. Interesting. That yeah. terminology used for many things. <laughs> the, Especially if you're a carpenter. <laughs> uh, could be, yeah. So when if, typically, it's if you get a, like a 62 Corvette, what kind of yeah. tire would that run on? Well, it, it depends on the owner. Some of them will put a, a more modern tire on it. Yeah. You know, just for, for lo- drive it. Yeah, just drivability too. So a lot of the a lot of the uh, collector cars uh, for drivability, they'll they'll even upgrade the, the brakes and steering. You know, so, power brakes, power steering, and just so it drives yeah. nicer, you know, because it's it's uh, if you're going to be cruising around a lot, it's pretty tough with the standard steering yeah. and 
it breaks and doesn't break and doesn't steer and doesn't. Yeah. The older cars don't drive that well. Right. So right. I was just going to go back quickly to that uh, Thunderbird. Yeah. You had it insured for $350,000. Yes. Now, I see them going at the auto auctions like the Barrett Jacksons for under 100. Yeah. So what happens in a case like that where you are insured for 350 but the vehicle is only worth 100? Well, this one is worth 350. Okay. Uh, it's it's a very rare uh, you know, one of uh, one of a very limited number of production vehicles, uh, an e-code type that uh, is just a very you know almost a one-off. So e-code's got the air conditioning and it's got all that. Yeah. So here's so now you stolen the car, stolen the trailer. What do you do now? We uh, we we we're on the on the ground just looking for it. We're, okay. Uh, um, we've um, we have a specialized claims department. That uh, you know has uh, appraisers out in the area looking for the car at various shops. Uh, we, you know, of course, contacted the police and through the insurance company, um, they will uh, sometimes they'll put up a reward, and uh, they have a special investigations unit that you know jumps right on these and is uh, right after so the car. So now, how many days does he have to wait before he gets a claim check? It's not a number of days. It's just the investigation. Yeah. All thefts, every car theft is investigated. Yeah. you know, to the thoroughest but uh generally um it can it can take uh it could take up to 60 days so he gets a check yeah, yeah. and now yeah. they find the car what happens then well it's it's uh it's it's our car then it's the insurance right. company's okay. car but um in this case you know there may be a, a, a chance to get it back to the owner with uh so you know, he would take agreement. it back and then the whole thing is wiped clean yeah yeah right i understand i understand so the bottom line is how does he protect himself like you've got a classic car, you got a trailer. Yeah, you 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 pretty much have to, uh, you know, be with it twenty four seven when you're traveling. You know, we always tell people if they're, they're trailering down the U.S. or, or anywhere across Canada, to just uh, you know park it in a lighted area, security. You know, hopefully is, is it in the place you're staying, and uh, you know, sleep with the drapes open, your eye and your eyes on the car. Yeah, for uh, three hundred thousand dollar car, I sleep in the car. Yeah, <laughs> really. Well, you know that because if somebody takes your T bird away. It's exactly yeah. right. What a what an unsmooth segue that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was always gonna say, don't buy something that owns you. <laughs> Three hundred grand. Amazing. It's amazing stuff. Well, you know what, maybe there'll be a nice Happy ending to that, and the guy gets his uh, gets his car hopefully, back. Hopefully, we were yeah. posting it to social media. It's uh, it's going viral across there we North go. America. Crank it up. Right, it's so. summertime. Yeah. All righty. We're going to be back in a few minutes. Steve, take us out, please. All right. And we're also going to announce one of the winners of the SO Card giveaway right after this break. Come on. Let's have some fun. Fun, fun, fun. There we go. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we're going to get to our winner, our first winner yeah, of huh? the SO Card giveaway. Because uh, the car's been, you know, the Thunderbird's gone away, and we've had fun, and he's uh, he's looking at me weird. Are you, are you finishing? Yeah, well, I'm going to do this right now. Don't okay. step all over me. Go ahead. Al, you listening to this? Okay, the first winner of a $100 gift card from Esso uh, is Gordon Robson. And Gordon, who lives in lovely Mr. Mississauga, will be in touch with you uh, by midweek, and we'll get that card to you. We still have two more winners to announce this hour, so stay with us. Back to you, Dave. You were just talking about... What, fobs or special kind well, of gadget? Was, one, of the, one of the questions that we have on the board here is, why do vehicles still get stolen with key fobs? And uh, 
Jeff was saying that you can actually drive a car without a key fob. Yeah, I, I have a uh, 2016 Ford Explorer, and uh, I uh, hopped in the car, drove my daughter to school, and then drove home. And when I got back home, I realized I didn't even have the fob in the car. It was in, in the house. But you didn't shut the car off. No, but if I had shut the car and got out, then it wouldn't restart. I would have been stuck. But if I had jumped out of the car at school, left the door open, and somebody wanted to jump in and take it, it'd be gone. gone. Robert, what's your take on that? Robert, are you there? We recently had a modern truck and trailer stolen from this gentleman's driveway. Wow. And my question is, and you, you talked, Dave, you talked to Carrie Schmidt earlier about the interlock system and key fobs and chips and keys. Mm-hmm. But he bypassed your question, and I'm just wondering, what can we modern vehicle owners do to protect ourselves against this? Like, what additional measures do we have to take? Well, you know, I leave cars in Florida... Uh, and I'm gone for six months and so. I put in under the hood a uh, battery shutoff switch. So I disconnect the battery from the car. Makes it just that bit harder to steal. So so there's things like that. There's probably another interlock device you could put into the computer. I would get on the web and have a look and see what's available. Okay. For, for every plus, there's a minus. So yeah. But I've never run... I haven't been under the hood for quite a while, and I haven't seen what's going on up there. But the bottom line is, even pulling some fuses on the on the ignition system, open the box and pull one of the fuses, and that'll dismantle the vehicle okay. and won't allow it to run. But you just, there are things you can do. Okay, yeah, I appreciate the comment on that. Okay, good stuff. Thanks a lot. All right, not bad for the guy who didn't know the answer. That's true. It was, it was very, <laughs> the, your Bowers were sharpened up pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so we've ended up doing that. Uh, 36 Cadillac needs a mechanic. John in Willowdale. How are you this morning? Hello, John. 1937 Cadillac. Oh, see, my operator can't spell. <laughs> 1937 Cadillac. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to be in the parade tomorrow. Oh, all the right. Irish right. parade. Nice. They love it because it's it's four screen. What does that mean? Four screen. Four screen. The color. color. Oh, the color's yeah. four screen. <laughs> no, I my mechanic uh, has passed away, and uh, I'm looking for somebody else to give me a hand. Well, that's something we can. Uh, yeah, off the top of the head, I, I couldn't give you a name and number, but uh, we can definitely uh, resource that back in the office. So, if you want to give the office a call, you can ask for myself, Jeff okay. Boy. And uh, are you, do you happen to be insured with us? Do I what, what? Are you insured with land insurance? Yes, I am. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for your business. We appreciate it. Yep. So, M36 Cadillac, is that a squared up one or is it more? Uh, it's a 37, sir. 37. 37. Get it's you got, here. It's got the, the bump and the, uh, the tail. The back is uh, like a bump, you know? Yeah, yes. beautiful car. <laughs> yeah. So it's streamlined. <laughs> yeah. And with the, head, with the headlights and pods. Yes, sir. Yes. All right, I realize exactly what it looks See, like. See, now he <laughs> describes your car. He just can't get the year right. That's okay. <laughs> All right, listen, don't forget to phone uh, Jeff Coy and uh, yeah, everybody at Lance. We'll, yep. we'll fix you up. What's the number again so we can uh, give we'll, you a call? I'll give you the toll-free 1-800-461-4099. Great. Well, listen, uh, we... Uh, when you get it all fixed up, bring down your 1937 car, and we'll take a look for it. We'll be able to put uh, Jeff and, uh, and you, Dave, in the car. 461 I didn't get the rest. 1-800-461-4099. Yeah. yeah. Callers will be standing by, but not till Monday. That's right. Okay, and I want to go to Stouffville to the, they have a meeting there every, quite often, don't they? Great. Yep. Yeah, all right. It's Jeff's company. That's yep. Second uh, Sunday 
in May. All right. Thanks for your call. Stick around. We've got more winners to announce for the SO Card giveaway. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage in the year 2018, yep. not 1937, in case you were going back to that 37, area. 38, 39, I think we're all... We just got to take a minute to pause here. This yes. isn't Remembrance Day, but we got to say congratulations to Alan Gelman, who's walking his daughter down the aisle later on today. Congratulations, Al, and uh, make sure you take an Uber home, because we know... You like the Heineken, but have a great time. <laughs> All right. Terry Lobson's on the phone, and Terry is from the Classic Cars Productions, which we always know as the, as the Classic Car Auction, uh, every spring. But now, now they've changed it. <laughs> Terry, good morning. <laughs> morning, Hello Terry. There. Yeah, morning. So when is the morning. new date? What's the new date for our spring auction? Well, it's June uh, 1st to the 3rd, 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Uh, it's a little, yeah, it's a little later than uh, we've done in the past. There, I think, according to the Farmers Almanac, though, that that was better weather. I think. Mm. No, but well, uh, I have yeah, to tell it's you, kind of the kickoff. It's the kind of the kickoff to the spring season. So June's uh, June's a good time to come out. We've we've had some crazy uh, uh, spring called spring auctions though in April when it's snowing and blowing, and so this is going to be good weather. I mean, Jeff comes to your place. I come yeah, to your place, no. and for us, it was a traditional start of the of this classic car season, right? Get yeah. over it. Yeah. Get over right. it. Yeah, but you know what? It gives it gives people more time to plan to, to if they're going to buy or sell a car. So you get a little bit more time. You know, you don't have to drag it out in the winter time. It's sometimes it's difficult to actually get really good photos in the winter time because. Uh, you know, to get ready for April, so it gives you a little bit more time. You can get your car out, take good pictures of it, and and and, and gives you a little bit more time to think about what you want to buy this year. And uh, there's good all there's always something for everybody there. Jeff, you want to see them? Yeah, don't. No, I agree. I agree. It's a. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit later. Just traditionally, that was the kickoff season. But uh, you're you're right on, Terry. Uh, the uh, the the nicer weather, uh, you know, probably bring out a better crowd and oh, yeah. uh, and people yeah. will be uh, more anxious to just get the car on the road. Terry, yeah. here's the question I have: is how is the the classic car business? I mean, is it is it still exciting and things? Well, are going on? I I think it's always exciting, and I think like uh, you know, most markets in in anything are, are there has its ups and downs. But I think the thing with the car market though is uh, there's no real um, I mean. The companies like Haggerty and Kelly Blue Book and all that go to the auctions and they come up with, you know, market values, what's up, what's down. But I think people got to remember, though, it's it's not a commodity. It's not like beans and corn, right? It's Because every car is one of a kind. It's, it, you know, there's, That's there's, right. It's, it's really hard to say, well, 1958 Chevy Impalas are, you know, down 8%. It's, it's really hard to put a value. But you can get a general idea of how things are going. And of course, in the last 10 years, uh, you look at some of the astronomical prices for a lot of the hand-built uh, vintage European cars, um, sports cars, uh, muscle cars have always held their own. Um, so, And there's little subcategories uh, that are doing well. Pickup trucks have really started to have their day. Yeah. Even yeah. station wagons. Um, because those are things that, you know, people weren't looking at, and a lot of them didn't survive. You know, they were utility vehicles, right? So even like vintage Land Rovers, um, yeah. Land Cruisers, uh, you know, anything that is basically, 
handbill, low production numbers, those will always be a good investment. But, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. I don't think that the 80s market is, uh, you know, going to get into the stratospheric levels. But there are people that grew up in the 80s now that are got the dough and they want that, you know, Buick GNX or, you know, or the Dale Earnhardt Monte Carlo or something like that. So anything that's limited numbers, limited special editions and stuff will always have some value. Will Japanese cars really get uh, the market? I uh, well, you know, there's 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 Supras, Supras, a Toyota Supra. That's a great uh, you know example. They're not going to get into the you know the Ferrari uh, levels, but. Uh, the NSX is a great car. Even the you look at the Dodge Viper. I mean, it's you know it's it's ended production last year, um, but those are you know fantastic future investments. As Love far it. as we just so, we sold a '94 for uh, what was it seventy some thousand. Beautiful. And uh, so there's there's lots of little subcategories. So. I, I would say they'll pay attention though to the people that track the market that go to all the auctions. Like Haggerty does a great job of keeping an eye on things, and so you can kind of get an idea. Okay, what, Jerry, Terry, thanks an awful lot. We'll see you in June with a big show yeah, coming up. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you when it's a lot warmer, and for sure. Okay. Landinsurance.ca. If you want to get some interesting reading as well to learn about more about these classic cars, go to the website. They got some great blogs on today. You can access this while you're having a cup of coffee, and read more about it. So questions about. Classic cars or your car, which is always a classic. Give us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Dave's Corner Garage, we got a bunch of questions about classic cars. Let's go right to the phones. This one is a 1935 Ford. You're on the air. What's your question? Uh, it's a Ford two-door deluxe. All right. Fire away. Well, I just want... It's, it's running condition, and it's had new interior. I'm wondering what the valuation of it is. Yeah, that uh, we'd have to uh, we'd have to look up. Uh, if you can give our office a call uh, on Monday, we can definitely uh, source that for you. Is it is it all original? Y- yes. Yeah. Well, not original. It's had re- the interior has been a brand new interior in it, and the interior part, the walls, mohair, came from someplace in the states. Yeah. Barrett, I, I can't remember the name, but that was done, and it has been evaluated. But the trouble is they wanted to put it in a parade this year, but it's going to cost special for the trailer, special license to have the car in a parade. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it just didn't make the parade this year. It did 20 years ago. And this year, it's been running, and they keep it running every year, but they just don't have the time to spend with it. Why would you, couldn't you license it and just drive it as a regular vehicle? Well, uh, because it was going in a parade, they said. Yeah, yeah, I don't. And, and that costs more money. And ha- that's outrageous. Yeah, I don't. I and needed a special trailer. Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, about the uh, the license plate on that because you should be able to, to go in a parade with any license plate. Yeah. But, uh, why don't well, you give it a- the antique license plate on it? Yeah. Okay. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. You know, why don't you give Jeff a call? Give her your number. Yeah, it's one eight hundred four six one four zero nine nine. One eight hundred four six one four six one four zero nine nine four zero nine nine. Yeah, yeah, give them a call on give Monday when the offices we'll, uh, are open. We'll sort all of that out for you. I feel like there's a lot of St. Patrick. Thanks for your call, by the way. We've got another call about uh, classic cars. Uh, Bob, it's, it's like uh, it's almost like St. Patrick's Day, right? Bob, a lot of how are you coming up? 
Good. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, Bob is my brother, but that's another story. Well, well, he's got a good name. <laughs> anyway, I, I was going to ask you about the qualification for a classic card, but I'll give you a quick story because I want to get one because of my age. But I was, went down to Florida in January, and I rented a car from a, uh, at the airport there, and they gave me a Ford Fusion, put my luggage in it, and I didn't know how to start it. So I went back to the guy, and I said, I don't know how to start this. And he says, well... Uh, I don't know either. He said, there's another guy coming in. I said, well, give me something with a key. So he gave me a Kia. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and then when the guy was standing there, he, uh, I would talk to him, the other guy, and I said, uh, how do you start these cars? I said, I've already got a Kia. And he said, well, that a Fusion's gone. He said, I've rented it out again. He said, uh, I should have been here earlier. I said, he said, well, you put your foot on the brake and push the knob. Yes. I said, now you tell me, right? <laughs> yes. But it shows you your age, right? So anyway, my question is, what classifies a car as a classic? I mean, uh, how old does it have to be before you can get the, the cheaper insurance rate on it? Well, we're looking at uh, 15 years and older, and uh, then that's the start. And then it's just the, uh, you know, generally a low mileage uh, and a car that you're using as as a collector. So you're not using it as a commuter, as your daily driver, your grocery getter, just something you're enjoying, uh, you know, pleasure drives. Your insurance and, uh, is cheaper. And how long does your insurance cover you for driving? Like you couldn't drive it all year round, could you? Well, that's the the point of the classic car insurance is is they're they're not generally used year round. You're always taking their classic car out in the winter, so it's uh, you know the policies run year round, but uh, the policy is prorated based on you know six to eight months' use. So you'd have to have insurance while you stored it as well. Yes, yeah, and yeah, that's a little cheaper, isn't? It? Yes. And if you want more information, just uh, by all means, go on their website, landinsurance.ca, yeah. and you can get more information. Thanks for the call, and uh, enjoy spring, because it's around the corner. Now we got to do this, Stephen. Go ahead. Yeah, well, thank you, David. <laughs> Stephen, that was... F- do I owe you money again from no. the game last night? All right. All right, we got uh, the last three winners are the following. You're not going to do a drum roll, are you? Jeff can play drums. You know he can do that. That's very good. Okay, winner number two is Wayne Kozak. We'll be in touch with you uh, next week. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like my stomach this morning. Also, uh, Robert Boke. Is that just one drum roll? Robert Boke, you didn't get a drum roll, but you won, you won an SO card. Oh. And it sounds like an old... And we have one more. We have one more, not related to Dave, which is interesting. Ray Styles has also won a drum roll <laughs> and a gas card. This is Amateur Radio brought to you. Brought to you by drumrolls.com. Yes, it's lovely. Thanks, everybody. for We had thousands of people who entered yes. the contest. Yes, and we'll so contact you by email so that we'll get the ball rolling, and then we'll send that stuff out to you. Yeah, if we do give you a call, you may hear a drum roll before yeah. as, a, as a voicemail. Actually, Paula will call you, and we'll get that all set. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, guys. It was great. It's fascinating. So now every second week we have a, a car show? Or Start, a car starting show? in May, every second yeah. Sunday at, uh, at our office in Stouffville. And where do we go? You go to uh, 37 Sanderson. Don't tell them where to go. Just no, no. tell them where the auction is. <laughs> after we leave, you're to... Oh, uh, <laughs> I have to convince after, my wife, you know. Oh, after, we'll take her shopping. All right. You know, take, take, yeah. <laughs> so whereabouts in Stovall is, is location for you We're guys. at uh, 37 Sandiford Drive, which is right across from the Tim Hortons, the only uh, Tim Hortons on the main street in Stovall. That's right Can't next to the it. railway tracks, I think. Before the railway tracks. Before, just before the railway the, tracks. Yeah. Right? We can so, get, and you can get a panini down the road. What's the name of that restaurant we often go to? Oh, you got me now. Uh-oh. So you were the rapper <laughs> game blank. too late. Drew a blank, yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, and, uh, landinsurance.ca is a website. Go yeah. there and find out all the events. And if you go to daveskornergarage.com, you'll see a YouTube video 
uh, recorded with Dave and with Jeff at the Auto Show from Family Day. Just yeah, I worked my ago. butt off at the Auto Show. Man, I did so much. Uh, by the way, I'll put these names of the winners on our website so you can go there and check if it's you, in case you didn't hear properly. And... Um, Next week, who we have on next week? Next week, we have uh, a 1937 car that will be driven in go. here. So you get the name with your way. No, next week, we're going to have uh, Ryan Rogers in from uh, Car Cost Canada, a unique way of finding out information before you go into a dealership and buy a car. And remember, Motion is down by what? The, at the, at the, Motorama. 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 Motorama's on this weekend. Come on down, say hi. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Remember, this is a two-hour show that we do in one hour. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.